The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. On that day, Jesus went out of the house and sat down by the sea. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat down. And the whole crowd stood along the shore, and he spoke to them at length in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path. The birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground where it had little soil. It sprang up at once because the soil was not deep. And when the sun rose, it was scorched and it withered for lack of roots. Some seed fell among thorns and the thorns grew up and choked it. But some seed fell on rich soil and produced fruit a hundred Sixty or thirtyfold. Whoever has ears ought to hear. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Simon, son of Jonah. Do you love me? And Peter answered the Lord after the resurrection and said, Yes, Lord, (laughs) you know that I love you. And then Jesus asked him two more times, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? See, I always wondered about that. I always wondered, well, why did he have to ask three times? Apparently, Peter didn't get it right the first time. So I'd like to know what Jesus was looking for in the answer. Because maybe someday God will come to me and say, Peter, son of Alfred, do you love me? I would like to know what it takes to answer the question correctly. Well, fortunately, Peter wrote a letter to the early Christians. And in the letter, he explained, may your love be fervent. Oh, fervent. You see, fervent is a special word for athletes. They use it in races. It means stretching into the, into the tape. It means leaning into the finish line. In other words, what do you do at the end of the race? That's what matters. That's what fervent is. What do you do at the end? See, at the beginning of the race, everybody's happy. Everybody's energetic. Everybody wants to win. Everybody's enthused. It's what you do at the end of the race when you're most tired. Your body doesn't feel like going anymore. Are you leaning into the tape? In 2004, the Red Sox were in a pennant race with the New York Yankees, you may have heard. And the Red Sox were down three games to nothing. This was that fourth game. It was the bottom of the Ninth inning. All seemed lost. Red Sox were losing four to three. They needed a run just to tie. Kevin Millar was up at bat, and he's like the worst clutch hitter ever. And he's facing the greatest closer in baseball history, Mariano Rivera. 
all seem lost. Well, Milan didn't get a hit, but he walked. And that speedster, Dave Roberts, became the, rate, the, the, the base runner. Of course, he stole second base. The next batter, Bill Miller, got up and he got a hit and he tied the game. And somewhere in the early hours of the morning, David Ortiz got a walk-off and the Red Sox won that game. And they would go on to win every single game until the first time in 86 years the Red Sox won the World Series. It was a great thing. But what made it so special wasn't that the fact that the Red Sox won after 86 years. What made it special is the way they won. It was the manner in which they won. It was at that moment when all seemed lost. When the worst batter was facing the greatest pitcher in baseball history. It was at that moment that somebody leaned into the tape. It's what you do when the times are hard, when it's most difficult. That's what it means to love with fervent love. You know, in the gospel, it had the seed that fell to the rocky ground, and, and we know the seed, it sprouted right up, and it was all happy, and, but then the sun scorched it and it withered, and it died because of lack of roots. So that's the parable. And I think that parable represents disciples, because that's exactly what the disciples do. The disciples, they're all enthusiastic at the beginning. They leave the boat, they relieve their careers, and they follow the Lord, and they're passing out food, they're feeding 5,000 people, they're curing the sick. They're going around and expelling demons. But then, storms at sea. Soldiers come to arrest the Lord. All seems lost. What do you do at the end? What do you do at the end? That's the question. Now, we all know God loves Victories. God always wins. But it's not about the victories. It's about how God wins. That's what makes it so special. It's the manner in which God wins. God always beats Goliath with a David, a little kid. God loves to defeat huge armies with a depleted general, Gideon. He says, Gideon, you have too many soldiers. Get rid of them. God loves a resurrection after a death. We all know that. We all know that God loves victories, but it's the manner in which he wins. And as disciples, it's what we do at the end. At the beginning, we're all enthusiastic. We all want to go. We all have energy. We're all enthused. But it's what we do at the end. What we do when there's obstacles and the difficulties and the struggles and the hard times come. That's real love. Leaning into the tape, stretching into the finish line. So go out there and may your love be fervent.